You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. And welcome to today's show. I am your host, Rick Franzi, Eldon Baber, who's the executive director of the Rays Foundation, is sitting in the studio, as I had promised. But don't forget that all of our shows can be heard anytime on iTunes, Stitcher.com, Spreaker.com, several hundred former guest websites whose CEOs have been on our show, and their company has put their interview on their website, as well as various other business-oriented podcasting services. <clears throat> Excuse me. Each month, we have several thousand downloads of our various podcasts, and if you want to go into your favorite podcasting software, type in these four words critical mass radio show and you'll get our regular updates of the different interviews we do each week all right eldon thank you for being in the studio well thanks for having me let's start by talking a little bit about you briefly what's your background well i have a probably a little bit unexpected background i started off um, working with juvenile delinquent type youth okay um, in what is called an outward bound model program so basically i was taking groups of kids into the high sierras for two weeks at a time backpacking okay basically trying to help these kids that were troubled uh-huh. kind of work through the things that they were dealing with in their life. And I did that using, literally, the outdoor environment. Mm-hmm. I'll bet for many of them that was maybe the first time they'd ever been out camping like It that. typically was. Usually the, the best control methodology I was able to use was to tell them about the bears and wolves. <laughs> so, you stray too far. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You don't want to get eaten by a bear. Uh, okay. So they'd stay pretty close to the campfire. Yeah. Uh, so how did you go from that to this? Well, actually, it's just, I, I think, kind of an extension of working with that youth population. Okay. I mean, just, you know, early on in my life, recognizing that this was a population of, of kids that needed help. And I was one of the folks that could help them. Okay. So it really drew me into working with those kids and the families that had troubles and uh-huh. problems and um, just they needed a helping hand. So let's talk about the Rays Foundation. You're the executive director, as I said, in the open as the Rays Foundation. Maybe for some members in our audience who may not be familiar with the organization, can you share a little bit about the organization and the focus? I'd love to. We are the Child Abuse Prevention Council for Orange County. Every county has one, and we're it for Orange County. Um, our focus is pretty much exactly what it says, child abuse prevention. Um, a lot of what we do wraps around providing support, referrals, networking families to other types of services that they might need, as well as actually providing direct aid mm-hmm. to them. So our focus is really at the front end. We're, we're really working to try to head off a problem before it turns into something. Okay. And we've been doing it for about 40 years. Okay. So we've been around for quite a while. How long have you been with them? Um, I'm in my, the end of my second year. Oh, look at you! So I'm, yeah, I'm still, I'm still here. You made it through the probationary period. I made it through. I'm no longer a probie. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, yeah, Thanks. Well, yeah, it sounds like in your description that is the realization that child abuse is is not the only challenge in many of the homes with which. I mean, I know you're up for prevention, but is it true? Is it fair to say that if there's child abuse in the family in the home, there may be other contributing factors that that need to be dealt with as well? Well, honestly, that's one of the biggest challenges that we face is that um, people look at this issue and they say child abuse, but they don't understand that neglect and maltreatment are actually the larger portion of the issue. Wow. Um, most people, you know, we, we see things in the news. Obviously, the big things carry the headlines. Right. You know, but that's not really what's happening in the community. It, it's really more in the direction of the things that families need in order to survive. Okay. So that turns into the neglect and the abuse 
then follows. So, uh, you know, when you look at the stats, I mean, I, uh-huh. hate, I hate trotting out stats because everybody always talks about numbers. And it doesn't, it, I think, dehumanizes things it to does, a certain degree. But sometimes it has a big But impact. it has a value. Yeah. You know, the neglect and maltreatment side is about 70% of the issue, which when you think about the news coverage, yeah. that's upside down. Right. So what people really don't understand is that the work that you do on that front end, providing things to, as you pointed out, it's the problems that are there in the family. Right. The things that they're facing. Right. You know, it's uh, the pressures of the pressures, you know, the family that loses employment, the family that loses a house, the family that has you know, all illness. these uh, has an illness, all these issues that surround the daily life, the right. weekly life of a family that set up a scenario where there's a problem. Okay. And for the most part, you know, I, I, I tend to think of it from this perspective. Nobody becomes a parent with the intent of abusing their child. You would hope. It just it good. It doesn't work good. that way. Thank you. Right. Uh, I mean, it's the farthest thing from most people's mind. It's being a parent. It seems very unnatural. Right. And the other part of that is being a parent is probably the toughest job anybody can have. I mean, I've got four kids. Right. Thankfully, they you know they they've all grown. They've you right. know they're they're launching. They've got jobs. But in the best of situations. In the best of situations. Right. right. But imagine being in that circumstance where you know you can't pay the rent. You know what happens. Right. You, you can't get to the end of the month and feed your child. So how, how does your organization find out, find the people who you can help? Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, can, yeah. You, can you describe that to me then? Sure. Well, a lot of that is through outreach into the community. The, the approach that we take largely is to step out of the comfort zone. You know, most people, when you think about most businesses, right, the customer comes to you, right? I mean, mm-hmm. gas station. I I drive. You drive. Well, you know, the gas station doesn't bring the gas to you. You go get it. I wish they would, though. I, it would be more great. convenient. They'd be filling it up right now. Yeah, but they'd probably tag on an extra charge. <laughs> we step out. Okay. We go out into the community. So, okay. for example, this past Saturday, our Resources in Motion program, which is a mobile family resource platform, it's literally we take the bus out. Hmm. We, we've got the RV. We go out. We put the family advocate, the counselor, um, the information referral staff all go out into a community setting okay. where they put together a literally a, an event. So at this one event up in Buena Park this past Saturday, we had about 400 families Whoa. that cycled in and out through the day. 400 families? Yeah. Not 400 people, 400 yeah. families. 400 families, right. Holy cow. So they were coming for different reasons Okay. because when we set these things up, obviously we're not the end-all, be-all. We partner. We collaborate with other programs, other agencies. Uh-huh. Um, we're smart enough to figure out that we're not experts in everything, so we surround ourselves with people that are. Right. And we let them do the work that they do well, and we take care of what we can. Now, that means at this event, we had someone that dealt with dental care. We had someone that did early pregnancy and uh, pregnancy testing and uh, blood pressure and you know different types of services that if you're in poverty, if you're on that edge... Yes. When did you go into the dentist? You know, right. now if you're, you know, I mean, my wife's going to kill me when I say this, but I mean, she's not going to the dentist because she doesn't like the dentist. These folks aren't going to the dentist because they can't afford it. They can't get to one. They don't know where to go. Right. Right. So we bring it to them. So, so you have an awareness in Orange County where the population centers are that are most in need, and you are doing outreach oh, programs. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And that's and again, you know, when you start looking at things like numbers, for example. Last year in Orange County, there were 46,000 calls to the child abuse reporting hotline. 
46,000 calls. With a population of 3 million, 46,000? 46,000 calls. Now, that represented about 23,000 unique families. So you might get more than one call. Yeah, that was my follow-up. You know, like the school teacher might call, and the the principal might call, or someone else in the community might call as well. Early warning thing, or maybe I sense something might be wrong. Right, right. Okay. So, you know, folks will call in and say, hey, I suspect there might be a situation here. They're reporting. There, there are mandated reporters. You know, school teachers, law yes, enforcement. My wife's a school teacher. Yeah, you know, they, they're required under law to report when they suspect abuse in a family. You got forty six thousand calls that comes in in one year. Where did those calls come from? All over. There okay. was there wasn't a single city in Orange County. There wasn't a single community that didn't didn't have uh, calls. Okay. Now, if we, but if you look at it, I mean, literally, I do things like I create like heat maps. I was going to say, yeah, you know, put a heat map together. Yeah, I just put heat maps together, and it's like, okay, look, right there, there's the hot spot. That's where you need to be going. Right. So that's where we go. Right. I mean, we can't get to everything all the time, uh-huh. so we focus on the places that have the greatest needs. Right. And your goal is child. It's prevention of abuse. Prevention. Okay. Uh, are you getting introduced where there may be neglect? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Because when you, when you look at the spectrum, it's it's all in the same bucket. It's you know abuse, neglect, maltreatment. So if you work at all three levels at all three points, okay, then you're really heading off the the problem. What's the difference between we have about two minutes left in this segment? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm talking with Eldon Baber. He's the executive director of the Race Foundation. I got so interested in the conversation, I didn't, I forgot to mention who I'm talking to. Sorry about that, but you might know that. What's the difference between the three? Yes. Yeah. Thank you, sir. That's a good question. A lot of people wonder what that what that means. Typically, when when you think of a, of abuse, it's usually the you know the physical. Okay. Child is hit, beaten, those kinds of things. Um, neglect is more the unintended or unsupervised unsupervised kind of environment um parents working multiple jobs just yeah, to make you know, ends meet you know you go back i mean i was a latchkey kid and i didn't even know it i was okay. a latchkey kid before they even figured out that was a term uh-huh. you know i was from a, a single parent family right. that was very common you know that is very common yeah so i went home after school made myself a snack did my homework there i was my mom got home she made dinner okay what happens in between i get home and she gets home right well you know, back in the day when I was a kid, there wasn't a lot of trouble you could get into because there are a whole bunch of other parents around keeping track of people. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I lived in fear of my mom coming in and looking at me like, oh, no, you know, the neighbor up the street told you what I'd been up to. Right. Right. That doesn't happen now. Okay. In our in our world today, okay. in my neighborhood here in Orange County, it's like every place else. People pull into their garage, they close the garage door, and they go inside. Yeah, who knows what goes on? Who knows what goes on? Okay. How many neighbors do you actually talk to? Okay. It's a different environment. So what's mistreatment then? Well, you've got neglect. Maltreatment, maltreatment. is maltreatment is actually that that area of not doing things that you should. Okay, so for example, did you take your kid to the dentist when they had a toothache? Mm. Well, that's not abusing them, but it's maltreating them. Okay. Did you with did you not get them the proper care and treatment? So I mean, it, I mean, there's a much more technical right. process of going through all this, but right. for most of us that aren't social workers, it's easier to just say, look, this is kind of what the picture looks is like. Is it ever escalating? I mean, is, does the research suggest that it goes from one stage to another stage to, to, the, to the worst? It doesn't stage? necessarily Not to. necessarily. No, okay. No, no okay. because you, you look at some of these things, you know, from the standpoint of neglect. Mm-hmm. Okay. Neglect is an area that doesn't necessarily have the intent of, of harming. Okay. Right. As opposed to the, you know, what I consider to be kind of the other end of the spectrum, the higher 
end of the spectrum where you're talking about physical abuse or right. sexual abuse or mental abuse i mean I, you emotional, know, emotional emotional abuse, abuse is i mean yeah. it doesn't leave any scars it's harder to find but it lasts just as long and it's every bit as real oh absolutely well and, and you know from the standpoint of of looking invisible at it, scars I should well say. it's but it's not invisible right See, okay. Now that's, okay. Now that's the interesting thing okay. about this is that most people think, oh, it's just you know, it's it's something that passes by. No, there's actual studies. There's there's physiological studies that that suggest that children who are the victim of stress uh-huh. environments, yeah. physical abuse, mental abuse, emotional abuse, all this environment, right? Yeah. Their brain development, oh my physical God. brain oh development, God. is retarded. It it, oh. it you know their brains are smaller. Jeez. They don't have the same capacity it's not just an emotional thing right. it's actually it's a physiological reaction it's actually to the environment. A physio- yeah yeah wow so the long-term implication is significant because now as a child you're you, you know you're not developing physically the right way so right. all of a sudden you know how do you get through school how do you get through college how do you become a productive employee right you know i don't know that's the challenge for a lot of these kids Eldon Baber is our guest. He's executive director of the Rays Foundation. We're going to take our third and final commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to continue this conversation about the fine work his organization is doing here in Orange County. So we'll be right back after these words from our commercial sponsors. Let's face it. Not all company challenges are the same, which is why strategic market intelligence can help identify the actionable information you need to be more competitive. Gain a better understanding of your brand, competition, best prospects, or new product opportunities to generate greater revenues in 2015. Call 949-357-9547 or visit www.strategicmarketintelligence.com. Are you ready to tap into the power of social media to promote your business? It's easy to get social with Turn Up the Volume, the award-winning social media marketing professionals who know how to get results. Drive web traffic, boost sales, get social today. Visit www.turnupthevolume.com. That's turnupthevolume.com. Richard Franzi is a highly sought-after keynote speaker on topics of interest to CEOs of middle firms across North America. Richard's talks include Killing Cats Leads to Rats, a fascinating look at how unintended consequences of CEOs' decisions impact their firm's performance. Your Gray Matter Matters, which explores how a CEO's mindset can differentiate a middle market firm and define its culture. Richard delivers talks to a variety of audiences, ranging from executive team retreats to keynotes in front of hundreds of CEOs. To learn more about his talks, visit criticalmassforbusiness.com and select the contact page or call 949-887-4104. And welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. Eldon Baber, Executive Director of the Rays Foundation, is our guest. Uh, can you explain the relationship? Let's start with the name, the Rays sure. Foundation. How, how does that how did that come into being versus uh, maybe the other names? And just give me a relationship to Orange County, to California, to the national organization. Sure, sure. Um, there is an organization at the national level, kind of countrywide, that is called Prevent Child Abuse America. There's also an organization in California. It's headquartered in Sacramento called Prevent Child Abuse California. Okay. Most of the local groups like Ray's that are child abuse prevention councils have i think they've tended to shy away from that prevent child abuse 
logo, okay. that, that name, if you will, from a branding standpoint. Because quite honestly, you know, if I've got a table up and there's a placard up that says, you know, prevent child abuse, I mean, how many people are going to walk up to that table? Mm-hmm. It's a little off-putting, right? right? So part of, the, part of it was really looking at branding and a communications issue for the organization. You know, so when you think about it, the Rays Foundation, our logo is literally a parent raising a child. Right. You have a pin on your lapel. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's it's a positive. It's okay. we aspirational. Are, it's aspirational. We right. are about raising healthy, strong families. Okay. Giving children hope to have that environment as a child so that they can thrive. Are you upon? Are you a formal part of Orange County? Uh, Actually, the Orange County political and governmental well, bodies? I mean, how uh, does that work? Tangentially, I mean, the, the county supervisors designate us as the council. Okay. So, so we effectively do have like a political appointment. Right. But you're uh, a nonprofit. But we are a 501c3 nonprofit independent organization. Okay. So we are connected to county. We work collaboratively with the county. We sure. work with social services, right, with the health care agency, right. with all the different departments. You're relying on those right. services, right, right? and funding, right. et cetera. Yeah. And, yeah. and we do play a role um, in a certain degree to the county from an advisory standpoint. So there, there are different aspects of government process that we're involved in. So, for example, I'm a part of the child death review team. Every child. I didn't know we had one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If a well, child that sounds like a morbid, yeah. oh my it's, God. it's not fun. It's not fun. A child eighteen and under dies. Doesn't matter what the circumstances. The death is reviewed because it's a child. Really, by a formal committee. Yeah, coroner's coroner's office heads it up, and okay. we have you know police department, sheriff, probation. Yeah, we had sheriff medical Hutch- people Hutchinson and, in here last yeah, year, and yeah. she's also the coroner, right? She's responsible yeah, yeah, for the yeah, coroner. Yeah, yeah, so that's that's all kind of uh, operated out of her shop. Okay, um, so so you're looking for. The cause and make yep. sure nothing was missed, maybe. And, yeah, okay. yeah. Some of it is looking at that. Some of it is also, quite honestly, looking at whether or not there's an abuse and a, an intentional death or harm caused to a child. If there's other children in the home that are possibly at risk of abuse, so that's that's not the fun part of the job. Yeah, I was, yeah. I, I've got to ask you, Eldon. I admire what you do, and I really am uh, supporting what the Rays Foundation is doing. How do you compartmentalize what you must? be exposed to though on a regular basis in this vein i've i've learned over the over the years that i have to focus on the things that are positive that this is really about the upside Um, for every child that's out there that needs the help it's a matter of looking to the kid that i can help and that's part of what i do in the office with you know when i think about my team that are part of the race foundation our employees or volunteers you know it's it's got to be solution oriented as a manager, I try to carry forward that idea of, like, look, we're about solutions. Okay. We're about the positive. We're about finding solutions, helping families. It's not about dwelling in the negative. Yeah, there's bad stuff that goes on, but you can't carry that with you. you you've got to go past that and look to the things that are going to be helping a family. Now, for me, some of that's just personal, you mm-hmm. know, just getting out, doing things that are normal. Right. Get your mind off. Get my mind off it. You know, I'm a runner. I'm involved in sports activities. You know, I try to focus on my family. I stay involved as a parent. You know, it's just the normal things of life. For some people, it does. They do ask me, you know, how how do you handle that? I mean, do you have volunteers that help your organization, the Rays Foundation? Do you? We have. We have a great group of volunteers and we're always looking for folks to step in um you know as a matter of fact that's one of the things that you know from a business standpoint business community one of the challenges that we face is um, reaching into the business sector and helping companies employers understand that they play a role as well in this really oh yeah yeah um you know when you think about it from the standpoint of lost productivity i mean 
prevention's the key there. Right. You know, you, you don't want your folks getting pulled off task because they're dealing with issues at home. You'd rather get them connected with resources. So the more we can bring people to the table to work on the front end mm-hmm. to deal with the prevention side. Right. Right. Um, we're actually, this summer, we're going to be launching a program reaching out to companies throughout Orange County to recruit ambassadors. Okay. So it's it's basically, we're going to provide the training and the, the mentoring and uh, set them up with, with the tools that they need to actually go out and talk to other people. So actually go out as an ambassador and speak on behalf of children. To educate. To educate and, and promote awareness. Okay. So uh, you said earlier... There were 40-some thousand calls that came in, 46? A little over 46,000. Okay. How big of a problem is this here in Orange County? Well, it depends, I guess, on how you want to look at it. This past year, you know, we lost four children to abuse, physically died because of child abuse. So is that a problem? Yeah. I think it's a problem. Right. You know, Um, every year. Four, five, six kids in this county. So it's been pretty. That that unfortunately that number is pretty steady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had there was one one year a couple years ago when you look at the stats where it spiked, but it was because of a sibling set. It was like one. Oh, okay. You know, was it wasn't an isolated child? It was like a group of children, and that kind of spiked the number a little bit. So if you look at that one year, go, oh, what happened? Well, that's what happened. Okay. Um, But yeah, consistently there's you know four, five, six kids that die every year in this county because of child abuse. Uh That's just, it's completely avoidable. Right. You know, it's kind of like uh, drowning. No kid should drown in a backyard pool. There, right. Right? There's no real reason for that to happen. Right. But it does. It does. Yeah. Yeah, more frequently than we like to admit, right. right? Right, right, right. All right. We have about two minutes left. I don't mean, I don't want to leave it on a, oh, on a sure. downer yeah. like that, Elgin Baber, but I think it's important for people to know. You know, you talked about building your ambassador program. So if there are business owners out there who... Um, here's what I find. We, we we try to expose our listening audience to these worthy nonprofits and been doing this for years because I never know what's what people will naturally gravitate to for whatever reason. A personal situation, empathy, they get involved in, in worthy organizations because something about that organization connects with them at a deeper sure, level. Sure. So if there's someone out there or people out there listening to this show either live on octalkradio.net or in the future on a podcast, if they want to get involved and learn more about the Rays Foundation, how do they do that? Well, Obviously, they can call us. That's that's easy to do. Um, also, you can you can catch us on the internet. We've got a website. It's pretty easy. TheRaiseFoundation.org. dot org. I'm going to ask you to spell that. The T H E Raise R A I S E Foundation F O U N D T H I O N dot org. Okay. It's all one word. TheRaiseFoundation.org. dot um, org. You can also uh, obviously connect with us, you know, through uh, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all the social media sites. There's links on our our website for all of that as well. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's typically the easiest way to, to get to us. Well, I, I would hope that some of our community, uh, either initially or over time as your podcast ages and seasons on our podcasting software and iTunes, people listen to the show and get involved in your very worthy cause. Prevention is so much uh, better than any type of, I think, remediation after the fact, right? Oh, absolutely. And it, and sometimes it's just someone intervening, right, to maybe... Well, it is. And, you know, the reality is most of us don't understand that true cost. I mean, right. I mean, in, in the United States, we're looking at approximately $125 billion. That's the cost of child abuse. Wow. Really? Yeah. Okay. The, the, That's wow. a huge yeah, I don't even, number. I, don't even, I, I wish I wasn't up against the clock because I'd ask you to explain that a little bit more. But maybe. Well, I'd be happy to come back and do it. Okay. Sometime. Well, there you it's, go. It's Perfect. Great. Perfect great. thing. Okay. Well, um, 
thank you for being a friend of the show and a part of the Critical Mass in Orange County community. I, I really appreciate the good work you're doing. Well, we appreciate uh, being here, and you give us a chance to help people understand what the issues are. That, that's my pleasure. To have the opportunity yeah. to be able to do that is something that is is I'm very fortunate to be able to do. Thank you, Alden Baber. It's been a great time talking with you. You've taught me a lot, and I really appreciate your time. Thanks, Rick. All right. Okay. Uh, we're going to go, ladies and gentlemen. I hope that you've enjoyed listening and learned from the show today. Maybe some of it's helped you with your decision-making skills, or maybe you found a new worthy cause you want to become involved in. Uh, this show is brought to you by our advertisers, Center Club, Community Bank, Decision Toolbox, Executives Unlimited, MBN Design, S&H Rubber, Strategic Market Intelligence, SunUp Group, T & Company, tone software turn up the volume and ups protection if you'd like to connect with me on linkedin i'm richard rick franzi ceo peer groups is my twitter handle our podcasting software or your podcasting software type in critical mass radio show and don't miss our youtube channel richard franzi where we tape all of these radio shows or most of them uh radio show interviews and you can watch them versus just listening to them until our next show this is rick franzi hoping that all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi. 